1: And welcome to the Golf Practice Podcast. My name is Andy Hayes. Back with me is Zach Busman. Zach, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. How is your week going since since last podcast? We had a very a very heavy conversation, <laughs> but this is this is maybe somewhat of a part two of, but you know, it could be listened to on its own. Just wondering mm. where your head's
0: at. Doing good had a good week um excited to be back on the pod uh, didn't know that it was happening until just recently but ready That's to see where this goes, goes. see where y- your mind's at Wow um,
1: do you have any um, any thoughts since last week that have that have changed like you stayed awake in bed just pondering <laughs> the meaning of life um, and it's okay if not I mean, I know it's fantasy football season, so there's other yeah, things. Yeah, there's a know. lot going on. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I, I have thought about it and just trying to be kind of more present and focused on the right things on the course and less about score and other things, and I'm looking forward to putting that into action. Um, kind of focusing on those those two things, avoiding focusing on the score and then just soaking in my round more and yeah. trying to be present in it that's kind of i guess my s- start getting my feet wet into it sure. see where that that leads to and you know still think about it more and
1: yeah so maybe to recap a little bit last week um we talked the episode was called like the spirituality of golf and i think we talked about this quote of that was said like the rose is without why and it talked about a like a mode of being that's i guess doesn't ask like all of the questions like um i don't know maybe not doesn't ask all the questions but um doesn't have all like the worries and doubts and fears that like we're so like our default setting like gets us to uh we talked about like approaching golf like um the analogy of like a meal, like a holiday, a holiday dinner, like you need, you need food to survive, but like a meal with friends is like so much more than that. And so I think when you can think of different ways to see golf in that way it, or anything in the world in that way, it can be a helpful thing. Um, so but today, okay, maybe it's a good, good topic for today. I know you've got lots of thoughts on the live tour <laughs> and competition wow. in general playing golf as you said like playing golf for score or, or different things like that and so um i think we've got kind of like three parts to this um and i thought a good place to start would be with like the first golf tournament in 1860 the first british open <laughs> Lovely. because because um, right. we talked about that the idea of last week that like golf Like compared to other sports or activities, like golf was like always there, right? It was almost like discovered. There's like something just about it that um, is more like people found it and figured out how to play it rather than like they invented it for some like other purpose or like a distraction or something. And so um, it's like, okay, well then when did they start like competing? When did they start keeping score? And like what relationship does score have to golf? Or what relationship does winning have to golf? Because I don't um, like everyone, you're still handed a scorecard on the first tee at every course you go to, you know. Yeah. And so it it would be, uh, it's f- how do we find that balance between score being the only reason you play and, and maybe what other reasons could you have or how could you play for score but still, you know, not get, like, so consumed by it that it becomes the only thing you think about. And so the first British Open, it it took place in 1860 because there was a guy before 1860, 1859, and, and sooner named Alan Robertson. Have you ever heard of him?
0: No. No. No, I've heard of Alan Robinson, but not, not, not yeah, him.
1: Not the former Bears receiver. <laughs> Alan Robertson it was, you know, arguably the greatest golfer of all time. You know, even better than Jack, better than Tiger. And, and the reason was because for years, like years and years, Alan Robertson was just known by everyone as the best player. It's like everyone like alan robertson who's the best player you ask anyone alan robertson alan robertson wasn't even close but then in 1859 alan robertson died and so now they didn't know who the best player was anymore wow and so it's like well we better have a tournament to figure out who the best player is and so they wrote um the people at at prestwick they wrote um they wrote letters to like the, all like the top clubs, like Mirfield and Musselboro and, uh, St. Andrews, you know, all these top places and like, send us your best guy and we're going to play. We're going to play a match, a tournament to see who's going to be the, the best. And eight people played oh in the first gosh. tournament. <laughs> and it was a 12 hole course. And so they played three rounds. So I don't know, live tour three rounds. Um, it, but they did it all in the same day. They did two rounds in the morning, then they ate lunch, and they played the final round. And it was won by Willie Park Sr., who won the first Open, and the prize was a belt.
0: Wow. That's pretty awesome. Uh, Jeez, Yeah, I, I had no idea about any of that stuff.
1: Yeah, so there's That's a cool. lot. There's potentially a lot to unpack there. First, that they... Uh, golf was like possible that they could play a three round tournament in one day. That's pretty cool. Like,
0: yeah, that's cool. I wonder how they decided on 12 holes or maybe that's their, just what the course, their was. course was 12 yeah, holes. The course was 12
1: holes. The original layout at Preswick was 12 holes. And then, cause like back in that time, like courses, lots of courses had like different amounts of holes. So it wasn't, there was like no standard, but then yep. St. Okay. Andrews became an 18 hole course. So then everyone just copied St. Andrews after that. So, uh It was only twelve holes, and that's like the course, so that's that's how many it was. Um, But it was to me why I think that's it's so interesting is that like the first question asked was like who's the best, who's the best player? Like why are we getting together? We're not getting together for any other reason than just like find out who's the best player. The winner is going to get a belt that isn't even that valuable. You know, like they weren't there was no like money involved. Well, there's no money involved. Like golfers weren't even like rich people it's like a working man's
0: sport back then yeah which so this was just to just de- yeah to decide who's the best player yeah out of, out of uh eight people
1: <laughs> well yeah that's it. so yeah that gets like i don't know, people will be like oh eight that's like a joke return it but i think part of it is like they like wrote letters to all of the top clubs to like send their best player so maybe there was some sort of you know, qualifying or something else. There were there were there were more than eight I'm good sure, golfers that, I'm sure that in the eight world.
0: players were, were a pretty elite. Yeah, yeah. And of course. So
1: yeah. But so eight players they played to see who's win and then they like then they probably had a good time. So they're like, well we'll do it again next year. And they just like kept playing. Um to see who's the best. And they had a like there's a they had this belt that you played for that you can see. It's like at Prestwick, so I saw it when I was there. Um if you won it three years in a row you got to keep it. And so That's what happened. Young Tom Morris, he won three years in a row, like 19, I think 1968, 69, 1970. And so after that, since he kept the belt the year after that, they didn't even play the Open because they didn't have the prize. So (laughs) (laughs) I think, or, and possibly because they're like, well, this guy won it three times in a row. He must be the best. So, you know, and then the year after that, they figured out the Claret Jug and things like that. Yeah. So, um, so I think, I guess, like, the lesson learned is that, like, when we started, when they started, people started competing for golf, it had nothing to do with money. And it had probably something to do with, like, pride and ego, right? Like, you want to be the best player. Status. Status, sure. Um, but I think that's, like, all there was to it. Like, the upside of winning the Open. Like, it didn't really, like change that much other than people just, like, knew you were the best. Yeah.
0: And there's no social media yeah. or all this stuff. Yeah. So it's not like the whole world know. knows. Right. Even, you know. Probably just these eight guys. These eight <laughs> two guys. Two people watching. The yeah. Yeah. It's so. a tight knit sort of uh
1: Yeah, so it's just, just a different thing. And so, um and if we go to like the Live Tour, which I know you don't like for many reasons. And I think this, like, fits in with that is because um, the people who have, like, left the PGA Tour for Live is, like, the thing they're most concerned about is, like, how much money they can make. Right. You know what I mean? Like, the question they're asking is, like, how much do I deserve? How much should golf, like, pay me? How much do I deserve to play golf? Um, Because on the PGA, I'm not, like, appreciated the way I should be, which to me is, like, a completely different you know, you're coming at it a completely different way than they were back in the day.
0: Right. Yeah, it seems like back in the day it was more for the love of the game, you know? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're still trying to decide who's the best, but they don't get rewards for it. Right. So, you know, all the practice they've put in to be elite, to be in that field at Presswick yeah. was just because they wanted to right basically
1: and, yeah absolutely and just like to be the best just like maybe for the sake of being the best you know which like, yeah. was its own nothing more was its yeah. own prize and so yeah um so when we get to having you know like tournaments or events where there's all these other thing to it like i mean we've had saudi arabia and there's plenty of articles about how like they're funding the live tour and for just to make their image look better as a country and so yeah. that's not a great reason to host a tournament or to start a new tour, right? Like, um, It's not like they really care about golf. It'd be one thing if they're like, Saudi in Saudi Arabia, we love golf, and so we want to see who's the best player on our course. So let's have the Saudi Arabia open, and we'll invent player, invite players and pay them a lot of money. But that's not really what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and so... And so I don't know, I, I guess, like, how do you think that, like, where do you think the PGA Tour then, like, fits in between these two, these two, like, ideas? Because they make tons of money on the PGA Tour, PGA Tour just made tons of changes to, like, pay even more money to their players. Right.
0: Um, I think, I think the PGA Tour was more, was definitely, like, more in the middle, just like a traditional sports league the NBA or the NFL mm. where you know you get certain guys get more money than than other guys you're not going to get crazy money unless you really are a you're top really, player really or yeah. an, you know like max contracts in the NBA stuff like that but um now i feel like they're doing this cuz they feel forced to do it to change to be more yeah. Like the live to like survive. So to survive, it's sort of a fearful thing, trying to hold on to what they have and not. I think they're worried about the future, uh-huh. you know. And but the players like have a lot of power. I think the the ones that have left, even though they're not, it's not a ton of top names, or like young top yeah. names, but s- still. Them leaving and the impact it's had.
1: Yeah. I mean they had freaking like
0: freaking out the tour, sure. the PJ tour.
1: Because they're afraid, like, if a few more people go, then
0: it will be. Right. Yeah. You know?
1: Yes. Um, I watched a few minutes of broadcast yesterday on YouTube.
0: Nice. Yeah. Glad cool. you gave them I don't some know. views.
1: Yep. Somebody has to. They, so they like play music during, you know, during the, the tournament. It's like really loud. Right. And you can but you can like hear it coming over the broadcast. It's yeah. the most bizarre thing I've ever yeah. seen. I yeah.
0: don't know why they didn't do figure you, that one out. Do you enjoy that?
1: No, because you can't hear the song. You know, you can just hear that there's like music playing. Yeah. So it's not it like comes through the T V way way more than they probably want it to, but um, I'm not sure. Um Let's get to our third Part of this, Tiger Woods, the best your favorite golfer. Who do you think would win, Tiger or Alan Robertson?
0: Uh, I think Tiger would win. Yeah.
1: What if he had to? Tiger had to use old equipment. Like, do you think he could?
0: Yeah, Tiger would still okay. win. He'd
1: still win. Yeah, but you don't know. You haven't seen Alan swing. Could be really sick.
0: I'm pretty sure that, <laughs> that we know. <laughs>
1: okay. So, I I'm sure we've talked about this many times in person. Probably said on the podcast tiger one one of the things that i feel like got left out you know is like that documentary and the books about him that have come out recently that they never like question enough like why he always like changed swing coaches you know like he wins the grand slam the tiger slam and then like changes the swing like six months later yeah wins the masters by 15 shots changes swing yeah it's kind of like why why did he do this, and right? I've always been like well he he was like kind of dumb, like a dumb person, yeah, for doing that, yeah. did you do your thoughts? Do you have thoughts of that
0: yeah, I have two thoughts on okay. that, um, so in two thousand, when he had his like miracle season yeah. where he became the alpha like of the, the sure yeah okay. the tour he he's uh talked about before that that swing couldn't hold up physically. The torque on his knee, um how violent he swung the golf club, he had to change that one in my opinion, like to my knowledge he had to he had to change the swing yeah. at that time sure um but yeah, he's done like it five times, many yeah. times yeah. many different coaches, I think he has a burning desire to to like work and push for something, and once that goes away and he reaches the top, there's like nothing more and the challenge isn't there anymore, then I feel like he plays worse, possibly. Yeah. Or he, he wants to be climbing a mountain. Yeah, That's always. his best thing. Yeah. And he will do it. He'll pull it off. Yes. You'll doubt him. He'll come through. I agree. Sh- sure enough. I agree. So that's kind of what I...
1: Cause I just had that maybe revelation after reading Hank Haney's book, The Big Myths, because in it, Hank Haney talks about that, and he said, like he in Hank Caney's opinion, he thought all that that Tiger just like always wanted to be the best that he could be, you know, for himself. Which to me, that's actually very different than not very different. It's different than wanting to break Jack Nicholas's record. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel like if his only if his only goal was to break Jack which he said his goal was to break this is, you know, major record. But if that was his only goal, I feel like he would have been, like he would have been satisfied winning majors, just keep, to keep winning, even though he felt he could be playing golf better,
0: keep the same swing. Yeah, coming. Mean, you're coming off a a nine win season. Yeah, that like he could clearly before. just like keep doing just this. Just keep doing it. Yeah, yeah. And, and rack up the majors. and yeah. stay healthy. And yeah,
1: but that's not what was motivating him. No, and what was motivating him was, like. Just to be as good as he possibly could be. He, you know, Hank Haney, writes, he said that he thinks that Tiger left Butch Harmon because Butch was like just trying to like, um, like m- maintain his swing. Like they stopped trying to like make it better and better and better once he was like so successful. And he thought that Tiger just like, he didn't really like that, you know, way of coaching. He wanted to like always be, you know, trying to be better and better and better. Yeah. And so I guess like that's, I think how that fits with these, with live and with like the first open is that like Tiger, who's like the best, you know, pre- perhaps like the best professional golfer ever, who's won. I know he didn't win as much Jack Nicklaus, but people say he's better. Whatever, wasn't there for it. Yeah. Don't, don't need to argue about it. Um, He's won more tournaments than Jack. Sure, Um, but that he that that like winning that actual the actual act of like winning tournaments like wasn't the thing. That inspired him that wasn't his purpose as much as it was for him to like be the best that he possibly could be and that if he, and that like that's almost like the tournaments were uh like a secondary thing yeah what do you think about it? that's all that's only a theory
0: incredible oh. i mean you buy it i think i buy it yeah i'm also biased yeah i mean it's like high praise but i think i i think that makes so much sense just his entire track record, um, it fits. Like, you know, he he. Uh, why else would you change your swing all those times and do all these different things and be questioned for it, and then still do it again like four years later, yeah. despite all the scrutiny that you get yeah. from it? He doesn't care. No. Um. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there has to be at least some truth to that because. You don't win that many times and be on some of the runs he's had. Like, the run at the end of 07 into 08, to me, is better than 2000. Yeah. And then people forget about 05, 06, that whole run. Mm-hmm. Um, all those majors and tournaments. I mean, but then to still change your swing and change coaches. Yeah. But one thing that comes to mind is... Um, why would he play through injuries or come back mm. from injuries okay, fair. so soon if fair he's not point. like obsessed with winning or mm. like uh, maybe you know he he yeah, wouldn't yeah, yeah. he wouldn't let the O eight U S Open at Tory Pines go by he wouldn't sit right. out yeah he had to play it he can't yeah. I can't let this major go by I got to play it's Tory Pines like it's I've played there so many times I know yeah. I can win yeah even though. Do- yeah, doctors say you shouldn't play.
1: I mean, it could. I have no. If if want if, if I wanted to like strongly make the argument, you could say that like this course, that was like a course that's like so special to him that he loved to play, and so it was like, well, right. let's see what I can do. But
0: I think it was like he. um That could have been another thing, though. Like to be the best, yeah. prove, prove everybody wrong. Who you know? Yeah. I do think something was, like, do, do something no one thinks can be done right cuz so, at that okay.
1: point yeah. there was no se- there was like at that point it was almost everyone would have said it like he's he was at 13 majors it would be obvious that he's going to pass jack eventually you know everyone would agree with that at that moment probably even Definitely. him so it's not like yeah. he like needed that major it's not like that was like the 19th major that like this might be his last chance at doing it. It was like, well, no, he knows he's gonna have plenty more chances. I think it was right just he was on this he goes on these these like streaks like like you said that he was like winning a bunch of tournaments playing incredible like up until that that championship where like when tiger when he won the masters 2019 there was that like build up before it you yeah, know he like goes on literally
0: these... could have won the British and the PTA. Yeah. Yeah, the but the following he, year it could have been three straight majors. Yeah. Well, literally. I mean, Yeah, seriously. but I don't think
1: it would though cuz I think it's like like you said, he likes the mount, he likes the mountain to climb.
0: Yeah. You know? if like, he had won the British, maybe he doesn't play as well at the PGA yeah. and masters right. following that. Like he didn't but in,
1: tw- in 2008. His finishes were What did he do at he the He was th- right there in all those Oh eight 08
0: Masters. Uh second place.
1: Okay. To Phil?
0: T2. Is that that one? Uh No, no Trevor Immelman. Trevor Immelman. Okay.
1: Yeah, he finished second, solo second, three shots back, but he wasn't really in contention. Immelman shot 75 on the last day, and Tiger shot 72. So six back going to final round. So, yeah, I think it's like if he had if he had won that, he maybe is, yeah. like, not as inspired to, like, go for it at the
0: U.S. Open. Right. Yeah, the 08 year was incredible. He played like seven or eight events and finished top five in every event Yeah, and won, like, four of them. Yeah. I mean... He played in two majors, finished second and first. Yeah. Won three or four other events. And the ones he didn't win, he was in the top five. Yeah. I mean, that's unbelievable. Yeah. Absolutely. He made, I'm pretty sure he made the most money on tour that year. Oh, uh, and he stopped. And in. he played at seven or eight yeah. events.
1: Yeah. So I think, I guess what I'm getting at is I think Tiger, like the way Tiger approached this, I guess maybe I'm making the argument that Tiger didn't doesn't didn't care about his score as much as we do (laughs) as we care about our score Yeah. in that he had this desire to just like see how good he can be and to be the best version of himself that he possibly could be. And that the majors and all the wins and all the money is like almost what came along with that for him. And so like, could we, if that's true, if you buy that theory, then like, does that give us some, uh, you know, some something like tangible to go with as like how we could
0: approach score. Like evidence to buy in. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Or just like re, like the tournament this week that we were just um, watching on TV, like Max Homa won, be, but he won because um, Danny Willett three-putted from four feet on the last hole. I know there's like more to it than that because they played four rounds of golf, But um, but like that's not really like the way you want to win. Right. You know, it's, like... That's it, why
0: we play four rounds, though.
1: <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, But but you know what I'm saying? Like, he... That wasn't, like, a... I mean, maybe it was for him, of, like, I won this tournament because, like, I was just playing my best golf. To to me, it seems like he won because, like, the other guy, like, failed. Right. Whereas, like, I don't know that Tiger... Obviously, he'd be happy if he won because of this. But he's not, like, hoping people just like absolutely choke at the end and like that's why he
0: wins yeah no he wants to i think he wants to beat you when you're at your a game yeah because he's better than you
1: yeah exactly yeah. and he's like very competitive and he wants to beat people but i think there's something to it where like just w- winning alone isn't all that what was there or it wasn't all that was like motivating him right and so um Like there's just something, something like more fundamental or like more, more basic about trying to do the best that you possibly can or to see how good you can be, and I think that like is something that we could learn from. And so then it's not a matter of saying like when you go play golf, like oh, I don't care about the score or I don't care about the result, but it's it's more like I care about, I care about how I'm doing, how I'm playing, and how I'm improving, and how I'm, you know. Adapting to situations, um, and the score is like what comes as a result of that. The score isn't like the reason for it.
0: Right. You do all the you do all the right things, and the score will happen. Yeah. You don't focus on the result. Yeah.
1: Because if you're focusing on the result, the whole if you're, if that is what you're focusing on the whole time, then it's like the second something goes off, that's gonna, you know, if you're trying to break eighty, the second you make a triple bogey, you're like you check out. Because yeah. you're like, oh, I'm not going to do it, I or don't.
0: so much pressure on yourself.
1: Yeah. Oh, oh, now I have to birdie this next one, yeah. and then you don't, you never do that. Yeah. So, um,
0: yeah.
1: Whereas, and I mean Tiger, people talk about Tiger being like as like the most like s- to be that skilled. You have to be like very present and very like dialed in and very focused on each and every shot, like yeah. rather than being so, you know, like yeah. adding up your score and being worried about what impact
0: it'll have. Yeah. He does do he used to do a lot of meditation and like Buddhism, yeah. so there you go that probably helps too.
1: I agree um cool, so what do you think does this does this give are we getting somewhere with this this talk about the Because. yeah, I think it's a more complicated conversation than just like, "Oh, I don't care about my score
0: no, it's complicated, it's really complicated. You're yeah, you're helping lay it laid out really nicely. Like um there's a lot a lot that goes into it because you care about the score, but yeah you can't you can't focus on it, but it's hard not to. Yeah. And Yeah, but I think just, I guess it's like but just just trusting the process or sure. enjoying the process. Right. You know, um not Focusing on rewards and just doing what you're doing. Yeah. Because you love it or whatever your drive is. Sure. Could be tigers, just trying to be, you know, as good as you can be and, and putting your your whole heart and soul into something and when yeah. you do that good things happen, you know, right. sort of a thing. Like a leap of faith. Yeah. You know, the spirituality of golf. Sure. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, like I've played
0: like I've played rounds where I've
1: I've shot under par before by like birdie in the last three holes in a round. And that was, that was fun to do. But like, that's, com- that's like a complete different experience than like being two under at the turn and like holding and like finishing it two under. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And so it's like, one of them is much more to me, like more satisfying. Cause it's like, Oh, I like felt like I was at this p- place of playing under par golf and I like was fine with it and I was comfortable with it. And I, did it for, like, an extended period of time, whereas the, another the one's, like, oh, three birdies in a row to end. Like, that's actually... feels like, kind of lucky because, you know, I was, like, one or two over, wasn't expecting anything, and then it just kind of, like, happened. Yeah. Um, and so I guess, like, for me, I can... If, if the only thing I cared about was a the score, then, like, those two rounds would tell the exact same story. You know, like, you right. finished at one under, you finished at two under, uh, that's the end. But to me, one of them is, like, actually a much... Greater had a much more skill into it, and the other one felt a little bit more,
0: more lucky. Got it. That's interesting. That's like, interesting. Have you ever played? That's do you, interesting. Do you have similar I, experiences? I or? think I think that that question there would probably be like fifty fifty for a lot of people, whether they would like the three birdies at the end to finish even or holding yeah. on to two under. Because some people would be two under and like, oh, I only finished at two under. Oh yeah, sure. I was playing so well, I could have shot four or five. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I just mean, like, could you, like, everyone has played, can you think of times where you've scored whatever, like, let's say you've shot 78 three times this, this year. One time, you probably didn't play the same level of golf all three times.
0: No. Yeah, definitely not.
1: You know, like, sometimes you were more in control, um, you know, maybe sometimes you just got like a couple lucky putts, but like you know it, all, like all of those, uh, being able to like go like a step beyond just the score, I think is you know potentially helpful, but also potentially more satisfying because you're able to see and feel what's going on, as opposed to just like well, I ended up with seventy eight, and that's that.
0: Definitely. What 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 do you think? Uh, what do you do to get back on track? With it though, with what? Well, if we're we're uh, doing all the right things out there on the course, like uh, based on what we're talking about, and so what do you mean? Like, and then you're two under through eleven, and you're not in that position usually. Got it. And the uncontrollable score thoughts creep into your mind.
1: Yeah.
0: How? Yeah. Well,
1: I think can you can it be? Can golf, is, is golf something that, um, I don't know, like, are you, can you approach it the same way Tiger did and be like, I, let's, let's see how good I can be, like, or is it yeah. become, become something like, oh no, like, I hope I don't mess this up.
0: No, I know, like, I know what to think, but it's sometimes. Yeah, it's hard. It just takes, I think it just takes hard.
1: times time going through it. Yeah. Um, yeah, because the first time you're like doing significantly better than you normally do, it's like hard to. And you would have to go through remember it. Remember why a you few got times. There. Well, sure. Remember why you got there. Um, yeah, you didn't get there by like worrying about your score on whole three. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, but yeah, it's hard to like pretend. I'm not saying you should like pretend that what's going on like isn't actually happening. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're not gonna be so like so like zen buddhist that like nothing is going on except your breath or
0: something like that yeah so what would you say about like pressure is a part of golf Uh so can just pressure test our spirituality Mm. you know what what do you mean well like even with our competitive students and and our you know like top level programs um you know, we, we focus on that, like, mm-hmm. uh, pressure and learning how to play under pressure. And yeah. it's a part of the game and, yep. like, the mental side yeah. and and all that. So, like, I, I, I know I'm beating a dead horse just so hard no, sometimes, like, not yeah. to get off track.
1: Yeah. I think a lot of pressure, like, comes from, I think a lot of it could be handled before, like, based on your approach to the okay. game and based on, like, questions you ask yourself. Right. Like in college, I was like I was I put the pressure to me was that like my coach is going to know what I shot. And so it was like I want to do that. Like if I if I mess this up, coach, you know, coach can see I don't want to let the coach down. That was like the thing in my head. And so that's like the wrong that's the wrong reason to be playing, you know, to be playing golf. And it wasn't a helpful thing and in the moment i i did, i couldn't like i wasn't i guess like enlightened enough to like identify that that's the reason i was playing or that's what was motivating me doing you know shooting what i was gonna shoot yeah you know what i mean so like for you like what well, you said your goal is like you want to shoot under par yeah you want to have under par round of golf is that is yes. that still
0: true that is still true. Is that
1: what's like in your head? Okay. Yeah. And is that and like what? I guess like w- what? Like why? Why? Why do you want to do that?
0: Um, because I'm just trying to really focus on it. Uh, yeah. What I'm will trying, come to, I'm from trying that, to really focus would, on something. What difference would it make if you did
1: that versus you didn't do that?
0: Um. I don't know. It's sort of actually kind of personal for me right now. (laughs) Okay. I'm just, like, really trying to get my mind off certain things and focus on something and, like, go all in on on golf. And, like, I haven't practiced that much lately or played that much. Sure. And I'm just really excited to try to get my game back to where it was, but reach a a new level because I just, yeah, I just badly want to. Okay. I don't know.
1: Yeah, and so I guess is like it would be possible, or you could imagine someone wanting to shoot under par, and like if you keep digging at it, it's like why don't I do this? Why don't I do this? Oh, like I want to do this so I can tell people that I shot under par, and now they're going to think of me as a more accomplished golfer. Yeah, I'm not necessarily saying that's you, but you can see how that person. That, that they're going to feel a lot more pressure out there because now they've attached like their identity and their image and how other people are going to think of them right. to their score. Yeah, Where I think there's a difference if like score is just like that you're climbing a mountain and this is like the mountain I'm climbing and I want to get to the top because like yeah. I've chosen it. Like the under par round is there and it's a worthy cause and I'm going for it and like that's exciting. But But then I would say like can you actually do that in, uh, like in the moment, like when you're cli- if I don't know, I don't climb mountains, but if you, you imagine if you're climbing, if you're a mountain climber and you're like, this is the mountain I'm going to climb halfway there, it probably gets really hard. And you're like, well, this, you either would quit, which I would assume mountain climbers don't do. And they, but instead they like keep going. Cause they're like, Oh, this is part of it. Like, this is like what I signed up for. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. if under par is your round, and it's like, oh, you're one under at the turn, and it's like, oh, there's pressure here. But it's like, you could, you could like run from that, or you could be like, oh, this is like, this is actually like what I signed up for. This is a part of it. This is the feel, the feeling of being somewhere I've never been before. Like, you can be, you can like appreciate and like accept that feeling. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have to be a, a bad. Like a bad yeah. thing.
0: Embrace. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, kind of goes back to be, yeah being comfortable with the unknown. Yeah, or,
1: yeah, because that's what you're there for. You know, that's what you're yeah. there to do. And so yeah. I think if you can think about it, but but, I, but you see what I mean? Like you have to, I think it can be really helpful to try to get your head around it and to think about it, you know, ahead of time.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't think that um, I'm doing it for a reason like that, to be honest. In the past, yeah. I, I have, sure I think. But right now, like... I'm not trying to do it for, like, so people, like, know or yeah. whatever. Yeah, <laughs> just no, just that's what I mean. Or, like, I realize that I'm, like, the worst player at our academy. Like, even though I'm well, good, it's, like, yeah. I don't know. I'm just, like, and I also know that I probably won't shoot under par yeah. this year. I'm just trying to play as good as I can. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but I... <laughs> I, yeah. Just, I, no, just I know, want I to. know. I just
0: want to get better. And, yeah. yeah, and, like, I haven't, like, been that into golf lately. Sure. And I don't like that about oh, like, myself. And I want to... I have an itch now to, to play and do just okay. focus hard on something and see what I can do. Sure. That's great.
1: Yeah, but, like you, like, you said, like, you haven't always been, like, been like that, like... I remember no. once you, like, <laughs> you, didn't you, did you, like, play a match with Pete earlier this year, like, at Sunset or something? And you, like, text you like texted me. You're like, I'm up 1 through 12 or something. Yeah. Do you, am I, is this, like, true? <laughs> this is actually, yeah, I didn't make this up. Okay. Yeah. But you see, how, like, that's a different, you were, like, part of why you were playing or part of why you wanted to win was, like, so you could tell someone about it. Because you, like. Literally, we telling people about it I guess. in the middle of the round. I guess, yeah. And it probably didn't work. Like, it got to it, you. Probably didn't win, did you? No. He's a star player. No, so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: he's a superstar. Okay. I. Yeah, it was a good match, though. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Yeah. And so, like, I that's. Did.
1: But do you see what I'm saying? Like, that probably didn't help you, like, to keep playing your best. No. Yeah. Whereas,
0: if pulls the phone out. Yeah. Like it's a distraction (laughs) definitely not present at all on it
1: yeah you're you're thinking you're already like thinking about yeah the outcome and you know how you're gonna be able to tell a story and all of that it's like but i think that's what most people do that's like the default setting that's kind of what we're getting at with this of like that's the like food is food is like fuel to survive that's like golf the only thing that matters is like the outcome the score telling someone about it right um Whereas, like, if your, um, yeah, I feel like you you could have you could approach have approached it differently. Of like, oh, I like I want to win this as much as I can, cause like to be able to play in a match with Pete, who's a great player, like that'd be that'd be really cool. That's like yeah. different. You know what I mean? That's different than being excited to tell people about it. And what you know, they're each gonna help you do better or, or worse. You know, like you probably feel more pressure if, if you're going to try to tell people about these things. Now you're feeling more pressure because now like other people are going to know oh, or definitely. whatever, especially
0: you know? who you who text. Like, oh, so how did that end up? Yeah. Like, oh, I lost. Yeah. <laughs> <Stupid>. <laughs> so like, you like
1: have those thoughts in your head as you're putting, you know, as you're hitting oh, yeah. a putt or whatever. Oh, yeah. And so um, but it's the same thing. It's not not everyone would, you know, send messages in the middle around. But like, no. if they're playing right, like are you playing under par round because are you excited to because you're excited to tell someone about it or just because like you think it would be a really cool thing to experience for yourself like for your own reasons yeah. and i think the more you can do it for your own reasons the you know the more successful it's going to be i think there's it's not always like one or the other right like no one's going to be able to do this perfectly all the time there is some element of like telling people what you shot yeah you know um yeah it's but it's just like can you navigate the diff- can you just like keep bouncing back
0: between the two? Right. Um so yeah. Not let it affect like the big the big picture what your like big goal is. Like do it h- in a healthy way. Yeah, or just like what else? Like, you is can there? let someone know what you shot. Like it's fine. Yeah. But yeah, like context. Yeah, you know. Yeah. At first, like at first when I started
1: doing those like Scotland recaps, I it was like in my head on like the second day of like, oh, how am I going to what am I going to say about this, this round or this hole or this shot? You know, like, yeah, which is not. But I think that's part of because I was just like, oh, I'm just getting used to doing this new thing I've never done before. Like, it's okay, Um, But then like as it got like later on in the trip, I became less like I didn't really care what the story what the story would be. I was like really excited to be there and to be um you know experiencing it. I, I think I in like the first round was it the first round at Prestwick or second? I can't remember what it might have been the what day would it have been? First whatever. The first first day at Prestwick, um I had like a putt, I had like a five foot putt for it was, like, for birdie, and it would have brought me back to even parks. I double bogeyed the first hole. And I had m- in mind, like, like I really want to make it, but, like, I don't – I was, like, I don't care. I had the feeling, of like, I don't care if I miss it. Like, if I miss it, it'll be okay. And so, like, that, to me, is, like, the peak of where I could have gotten, like, spiritually in relationship to golf, of, like, really wanting it to do well, but, like, just for the sake of doing well and not being, like, so attached to the outcome. Where I feel like if that was an earlier round – on the trip, I'd be like, oh, I really want to make this putt because then I'll be two under and then I can, you know, tell the story of a round where I shot two under, where that's, that's totally different than being like, well, I, I, I want to do this, but if I don't, like, it's okay. Or if I do, it's going to be okay. Like, there's not this, like, bigger story, you know, attached
0: yeah. to it. It makes me think, too, could you, could a good, way, a good starting point be to kind of focus on what you know that your weaknesses are yeah. You know?
1: Like, what do you mean? You like mean, like, like, skill-wise or mentally? Like, if you
0: both, like, okay. like for mentally, like, if you always take on the risk on the course, hmm. and you decide, I'm not going to do that, hmm. and I'm just going to see what happens. Sure. It's not necessarily going to help my score. I would think that it would, but I'm just going to do that. Or, or today, I'm just going to focus on how well I'm hitting the ball, hmm. and if I'm you know hitting the ball well and striking it well and i still end up making a five on that par four because i three putted or something yeah like you can walk away be like man i hit the ball really well today that was fun sure that was awesome i'm on the right track imagine if i had putted better like i I really played well the score doesn't do justice yeah right
1: yeah oh absolutely um I th- yeah. So, what? How does that? Um, what do you mean? So, what did you mean, like mental weaknesses?
0: It uh, could be, could be core strategy. Could be mm. um, letting the pressure get to you, and yeah. So, like, changing, where does your head changing go? Changing like, your head.
1: Where does your head go? Like, when the pressure gets to you, like, what do you,
0: what like comes to mind? Just like, kinda, what's
1: happened in the past? Can um, like, I have a story? Like, were you ever two under through nine?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I have had that. This year I was we played uh, Bryn Mawr with you Alex oh, and, yeah. and Rob. Uh-huh. I really had it going. I was one under through 11. Wow. Beating all of you guys. And then wow.
1: And then what <laughs> happened? Yeah, where did your head go? This is
0: My head was like, "Geez, I I've hit every shot so well. I could be, you know, even doing even better Oh, you You went to, like, oh, I could I, be I at 3-under. I was like, I could be at 3-under. Wow. And then I was like, all right, well, we got to just keep this going. Okay. You know? uh, so just kind of tensed Stay up a little bit. Stay on the balance beam. A you're, on, bit. you're on the high wire. Yeah. Like,
1: keep, ten, keep balancing. Tensed yeah. up
0: a little bit. One of the thoughts that came through my head was, okay, you're hitting it so solidly. like You haven't hit any chunks or anything. It's <laughs> just like one of the... Old weaknesses yeah. in my game. Where yeah. can you get through an entire round where you feel like you struck every iron? Yeah. Like really pure. Whether you miss right, left, or sure, get the distance wrong. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah, and then I uh, stumbled a little bit coming in. You oh. know, had a shank out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. The last still, hole. I remember you did. It was still a I great round. You did bad the last round. hole, but yeah. then like, yeah, did you
1: have bogeys before that point? I can't.
0: I had I can't really remember. I was I had a couple couple bogeys and a okay. and a double after okay. being one under through eleven, so got I was it. still shot seventy five. Got it. But so your low round of the year. On uh, yeah, the first time playing a course. Sure. That's so great. Was, yeah, I was that was good. But like but, okay, but, so but yeah, still uh, like. So what are you going to do? Mentally got in the way of the round. Yeah. wasn't. Playing for the right reasons. It, at the end of the day.
1: So, what are you gonna do next time? Like, what are you gonna focus on the next time?
0: I'm just gonna kind of just try to trust what I've been doing and not care what happens.
1: Mm. It seems like your tendency is like you like to, or you're not necessarily like to, but your your default setting is to like compare yourself to other people you're playing with. It depends. do you agree, yeah, I like think. you said you said I you mentioned you like you were uh, you were beating everyone in the group, yeah, that's, you said that, like I, I think that's I the, wonder I you noticed that
0: oh yeah, i think I think that's um, more just because like I work at like with all you guys, no, I know, but in the golf industry, I know, and like I'm aware that you guys are like more talented than me at golf, sure, so when you're in that rare situation yeah hard not to think about it sure i, I, I didn't go into i, the I agree round, that I didn't, it's... I didn't like go into the round no like... i
1: know but that if that's what comes up though
0: like i yeah, agree no, it that does. it's a hard thing yeah it did it i'm did. not
1: saying that you i'm not saying that you shouldn't have had
0: yeah those I'm, not thoughts. Gonna, I'm not gonna lie yeah i'm it just did. saying it did come up yeah
1: i'm just saying like if your de- like your default miss or you know call it a, it's called a common miss is that like you're comparing yourself to others so that's like part of like why you're part of? So you're playing with us, like you're p- hoping that you like fit in better, right? <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, cause it's like, oh, if I shot under par and beat these yeah. guys, like I'd fit in, like I'm part of, part of the group. But like, if you could get to the point now, like if we really are getting more spiritual, of like you, like you fit in already. You know what I mean? Like we all yeah. love playing with you. Like if, if any of us would be happy to have you on our team. Like you fit in. If if you could start at that point of like being comfortable that like I fit in, then. Yeah you're not going to have that same, you know, it's not going to come up quite as much because you don't have anything to prove. You're not, you don't have to prove anything by shooting under par, which do you see what I mean? If that's your thing, if you're trying to shoot under par so that you can fit in with other people who shoot under par, then like, it just becomes a lot, a lot harder to do as opposed to like, wow, I think it'd be really fun to experience shooting under par. It would be a, you know, it's something I'm working towards, something I'm practicing towards. That's a different way of going about it than, like, I'm doing this so I, like, so I fit in or so, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I know it's never as, as, like, black and white as that, but.
0: Yeah. And sometimes it can't, I don't know, feel like you don't, aren't able to just control those thoughts. Yeah. Like, whether they come or not. Sure. I don't know. No, I, I agree. <laughs> I, uh, but right I agree. now, right now, I genu- genuinely do not. Yeah. I like, care about that stuff. Yeah. And I know. I'm, I'm like, just trying to It practice. is
1: hard, but then it's like, okay, like, keep going. Like, give it another try, give it another try, give it yeah. another try. And, like, eventually you'll be able to get better at it. But it takes, like, being more thoughtful and intentional about it, you know, like, okay. or else it's just going to keep, you know, it's going to keep happening. You know what Got I mean? It. Like, yeah. Like, because someday you're going to be able to tell the story of, like, I was two under through thirteen. In the past, I would have, uh, I would have been like, "Oh, I'm beating Andy by 4. But, <laughs> but this time, this, like this time, I just like stayed focused on my pre-shot routine, and I finished at three under, best round of my life. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, eventually, that that story is going to happen because that's just what happens to people. They have the story of like, "I it took me this long and blah blah blah," and then this day, I I finally got better and did it. And so. Um, I think like the more you can focus on it, like the quicker that could potentially happen. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, because then it's, if you want to, if we want to circle back to, well, we can circle back to the first open. There was no, like, I hope I fit in, in this match, you know, <laughs> it's like, whatever, there's eight people <laughs> we've never met each other before. Like yeah. we're playing golf. There's just like something. So just like the spirit of the game so alive in that you know let's just see who's better we'll do it all in one day we'll play fast you know like yeah. no five-hour rounds but then like tight like then tiger is the best example of like he's not you know he's clearly like trying to be better than other people but a- at the same time he's with all the swing changes and just like constantly trying constantly trying to improve like he's never you know was happy enough with that um yeah so like for you like maybe it's like i want to fit it like the goal is to shoot under par so i can you know whatever fit in but then after you achieve that goal then like what's next it's like are you going to keep going or is that is that you know going to be the end
0: yeah that's not that's yeah when you when you say like that it's just like it's not a not a very good end game sure i feel like you know yeah 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 because like that's like yeah it's like a one day
1: yeah, because I need to be like, oh <laughs> it's like I a one
0: day like yeah, self-esteem. Yeah. Thing. They never that's, last. That's it never lasts. Yeah. You know. Yeah, for sure. So um
1: all right. Uh do you have any final thoughts? Um, should we end it there?
0: I think we should end it there. All right. Good stuff. All right, thanks, Zach. Thank you. We'll talk to you all next time. Clean contact.